Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Open the pod bay doors, now. What's going on, everyone? My name is Michael, and welcome to Cinemates, a podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. Today, I'm joined by Pat and Luke, who have been on the podcast before, Hello. as well as Ollie, who's making his debut. Boys, thanks for coming onto the show. How are you going? Really Very well. Good. Yeah, well, thanks. Thanks for having me. <laughs> no worries. Got an exciting episode today. We'll be diving into the Netflix original series, Ozark, season four, starring Jason Bateman, Julia Garner. Laura Linney, and many more. And while we do that, we'll be drinking some coffees. <laughs> awesome. uh, if you haven't already, please make sure you're following Cinemates on your chosen streaming platform and leave a five-star review. Also, check out the Cinemates YouTube channel where I post video essays on film and TV characters. So getting into it, Oli, uh, for those guests that come onto the show, we like to get an idea of uh, firstly who they are and what they like to watch. So ask a few questions about cinema. Yep, fire Let's away. dive in. First question, Robert Pattinson or Andrew Garfield? Uh, I'm going to go with Pattinson here. Uh, just seen a bit more of his work. Uh, and yeah, love the recent Batman. It was awesome. Okay, nice. Good answer. David Fincher or Adam McKay? So Adam McKay, massive comedy guy. Like, yep. you know, obviously took Will Ferrell along with him and, and has made some awesome um, funny movies that I think – like haven't been able to be replicated since then. Yeah. But Fincher had seven. So it's, it's hard to decide between the two. I'm probably going to go for, for Fincher, yeah. Okay. Like a bit more of a mind bender. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Good answer. Nicole Kidman or Kate Blanchett? Uh, yeah, two queens, obviously. Uh, I think they were pretty neck and neck until um, Don't Look Up. Mm. Kate Blanchett like just played. Thought she had a good performance. Yeah, it was just awesome. And it was kind of like at the end of it, I was like, oh, was that Kate Blanchett? Like, wow, that mm. was amazing. Yeah, yeah, she really disappeared into that one. Yeah. Good answer. Toy Story or Lion King? Uh, this is really, really <laughs> tough. Um, I think Lion King only because of the emotion that it makes me feel. Okay. Yeah, Toy Story like I think just kept delivering, which was mm. epic. 
But Lion King, like you just get that feeling of of the childhood memories just flooding yeah. back whenever you think of it. So nostalgic. Yeah. Stranger Things or Game of Thrones? So these are two shows that I haven't um, that I sort of started and never really okay. like got into, really sucked my teeth <laughs> so into. You but, had to but Stranger Things takes a cake for me. I, I liked it. A bit okay, better. nice. Yeah. Getting into the more deep questions. Yeah. First one, most memorable movie that you've seen in cinemas? Uh, yeah, I think this has actually been said on the podcast before, but I'm going to go with Avatar because okay. it was that. Um, yeah, when it came out, like it was just everyone was just blown blown away by the um the cgi like yeah this never had been seen before and so it was such a big like event like a cinema event absolutely so that was definitely most memorable for sure next question fastest tv show binge jolly yeah so this is a bit of a story um when <laughs> i was sick one week um i just flicked on the foxtel and it happened to be a <laughs> massive seinfeld marathon on one of the one of okay. the networks and I was like, oh, this is meant to be. And I was like yeah. pretty sick. I was bedridden for a whole week. So I got through the whole of the Seinfelds um, in that week. Got through the um, entire thing. The entire thing, oh yeah. <laughs> um, which was Which has actually made me love it so much because I only really watched like episodes at a time mm. before that. And then when I got to appreciate it from start to finish, yeah. now it's easily my favorite sitcom. Like, really? Like before I was a How I Met Your Mother person, um, I never really – Fully loved Friends as much yeah. as a lot of other people did, but now I'm I'm all in on Seinfeld. Great wow. take, great take. I, I'm, I'm very similar to you. I've only really seen you know episodes here and there, so maybe yeah. I need to do that as well. No, yeah, I definitely need to. They, they bring back jokes from right at the start, and they, oh, okay, yeah, you look nice. a bit like Kramer as well. Right, <laughs> <laughs> I think you look yeah. like Kramer. <laughs> uh, next question: favorite Australian movie. Yeah, so I had to take to Google for this one and I was just looking through like movies. I guess this, qual- like any movie filmed in Australia qualifies, right? Yeah, it's a bit of a loose definition, yeah. but you know, whatever I did, whatever I did like the movie Australia, like the one that's okay. just called Australia by um, Jackman, Jackman and, and those guys. But um, the in-between is two movie was actually in Australia. So <laughs> <laughs> that was so gross. No way. Yeah. I think, was it in Byron or something? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think it was in Byron. Yeah. Okay. Had to yeah. be in nice some choice. touristy spot. Surely. A uh, movie that you think everyone needs to see. So, I mean, for these, I just had to go for the the absolute classics. I think number one would probably be Shutter Island. Okay, it's nice. Just, it's an epic. Great film. Like, just Leonardo. Leo at his absolute finest. Great twist. Um, twist. Like, yeah. Like, I just still think about that movie all the time and, like, just think, yeah, wow. Yeah. Amazing. Such a good recommendation there. Favorite streaming service. Uh, I'm going to go with Stan for this one. I like okay. their combination of like they have really good documentary series on there. Yeah. Um, and so I think they, yeah, they have a good range. Um, Netflix, I think, have sort of taken a lot of their original series and that's dominating the platform now. Mm. And they're, to be honest, like the proportion of them that are really good is quite, I don't think that it's yeah. that high. But Stan, yeah, they, they've got good, um, especially sports documentaries yeah. on Stan. Mm. They're yeah, pretty really good. Mm. Uh, next question, TV show that you're watching at the moment. Uh, so I've just finished Ozark, so I'm pretty dry at the moment. Okay. Um, yeah, I actually yeah would be looking for recommendations. <laughs> <Open> <laughs> for You've come um, to the right place. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, um, yeah, I'm not, I don't know, I'm not a huge like TV show binger. Like I'll yeah. watch a movie or something overnight, but um, mm. yeah, I'm not really into anything at the moment. So. Okay. 
I'm watching like five different shows at the moment. Um, I'm watching, sick in the head, man. I just watched Severance on Apple TV Plus. That okay. was really good. The Boys, new season. Have you seen the new The, the boys, boys on Amazon Prime? Have you seen The Boys? No, I have not. Really, it's I've pretty good as well. Yeah. Um, Gangs of London, which you got, we'll yeah, get you got into. a pitch coming up. Yeah. I'll change um, my email and get a new Amazon Prime. Why I'm paying for that. <laughs> get Marty Bird to make me a new identity. <laughs> <laughs> Launder me some streaming accounts. <laughs> so in the last episode, we had a Cinemates elevator pitch from Will who recommended Gangs of London. And man, it was seriously so good. The opening of the first episode you see a guy dangling from a building in London and that just sort of sets the stage, had me hooked straight away. There's gruesome action and it was very much like the movie Snatch or The Gentleman, if you guys have seen those, Yeah, um, yeah but in great. TV show form. So I smashed two episodes literally last night as of the time of recording this. <laughs> um, so, yeah, amazing elevator pitch, Will. Thank you so much for it and would highly recommend Gangs of London, for those who haven't seen it. I believe it's on Stan. Can vouch for that Correct, as well. Yeah. Both Luke and I have smashed yeah. uh, and completed um, Great Gangs streaming of, service. Gangs, that was a weak job. Yeah, weak job yeah. easily. Yeah. I think, was that lockdown as well? I think it was Nearing towards the end. The end. Yeah. 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 Prime yeah. time. Yeah. Prime time <laughs> binging. There you go. Another one to my list, I think. Yeah, it's a great show. So for the next Cinemates Elevator Pitch, this episode we've got one from Tom again. He's got a bit of a track record on the show. <laughs> Uh, so let's hear what he's recommending today. Hey, Michael. Hope you're well. Absolutely loving the podcast. Can't wait to get back on it for some yarns. I wanted to pitch a very underrated, unknown movie called Honey Boy. Honey Boy stars Noah Dupe playing a young Shia LaBeouf and Shia playing his father in a story that dives into the young acting career of Shia and his relationship with his father. Shia wrote the movie while in rehabilitation following a public intoxication charge as a way to reconcile with his childhood trauma, which is reflected in the whole plot. Both Shia and Noah give incredible performances and the movie received a 95% Rotten Tomatoes rating. If you want to have a laugh and possibly jerk some tears, this is definitely a good watch. <laughs> Let me know how you like it. Jerks and tears, sure. Wow. Interesting choice of words. <laughs> I have always like had this sort of on my list, but never really got around to it. I think it's on Netflix at the moment. But um yeah, I've, I've heard, heard some it. seriously good praise for it. Yeah. Have you well, guys yeah. seen it? Shy uh, first I've heard of it, so I'll probably I watch good. it tonight when I sit in bed by myself. <laughs> <laughs> Shia post rehab that that era of mm. um, Shia LaBeouf that we're we're currently enjoying and reaping the awards from. Um, I think Peanut Butter Falcon is another one. Yeah, there. I've seen that one. But that was also really Honey good. Boy too is um, yeah an incredible film and a bit of a biopic kind of thing as well. So yeah, pretty right. cool. It's been yeah. a wild card, Shia, isn't he? Just bit of a nut job yeah, yeah i think he's on the on the men though he could have some good work also a great yeah. watch just whilst we're on shire is um an actors guild roundtable on youtube oh with yeah, Shia yeah. it's uh includes adam sandler i think robert de niro is yeah. there as well and um who plays adam driver yeah, adam driver as well yeah so all-star lineup there but yeah. definitely worth a watch just send it in a elevator pitch mate <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, great pitch there, Tom. We'll give Honey Boy a go yeah, and we'll cheers, see Tommy. how it is. Uh, so getting into Ozark, to the listeners out there who haven't seen the show yet or season four, guys, what would we say about this TV series in one word? Luke, uh, yeah, look, I, I had Burn. Um, bit of a strange one, but I, it was in the sense that it was both a slow burn and um, at stages it like really Lit up in a, in a sense. Yeah. So, okay. Um, I agree with that. 
in in contrast to uh, season one, Ollie was sort of speaking about it before. Um, we sort of get introduced to a lot more um, gruesome and violence. Yeah. Um. So it's a bit more sorry. dark. Yeah. So I, I just I just like the word burn. It just um encapsulated it a bit for me. So yeah. Very nice, nice good word, Ollie. Nice. Uh, I went with involved. Okay. Um, I thought straight from the start you could really see yourself as one of the characters, whether you're like a part of the bird family or mm. um, something, uh, you know, Marty. Or f- for me, like I feel like the the character just resonated so much with like your everyday American family, and so yeah. I just felt so like involved. Like when Harvey came in the last season, he was mucking things up and and making it yeah. hard for the them to get out of the situation. I just like wanted him to go away, and like yeah. I just felt so like I felt like I was in the show, and like I wanted to be sort of influencing the events of the show. <laughs> so so for that reason, I went with involved. Nice, good choice, I like that. Pat. What's your one word? Here's one for you, gents. <laughs> Tyranny. Okay. Tyranny. Can I get a definition <laughs> on that? Please? Can we get a translation? <laughs> on that? So, Is that English? So obviously, like the tyranny of like Omar coming to an end. We're seeing, um, you know, the diplomacy of like Wendy kind of being all involved with like government and working those, I suppose, like back end deals. Yeah. Um, so I thought like it's just a real weird shift in power, and a lot of people's like, you know, Omar, for instance, his tyranny is over. Yeah. Um, mm. You know, so it's I all see. all kind of coming to an end. So that's what I thought. That thesaurus at home has been getting a workout. One v one me and Scrabble, mate. <laughs> My one word is going to be exhilarating. I thought this season was probably the best of them all, maybe apart from season one. But it was just a roller coaster of a story. You know, there were some seriously big scenes and um, big cliffhangers for that matter. So, yeah, if you haven't seen it, Ozark. Just as Ollie said, and as the other boys said, you really get so invested by the end. So. Yeah, exhilarating. So you've heard our words, so go watch Ozark if you haven't already. And just before we get into it, we'll just take a short ad break. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Okay, boys, so getting into Ozark, what are our sort of overall thoughts of the season? Yeah, so, I mean, my main takeaway from it all is that Jason Bateman is just an absolute king. Oh, Um, 100%. I just... 
I don't know, the skill that he showed, um, I just felt like you could tell by the way that he delivered his lines throughout the whole thing that he was like, I started to get to the feeling like this guy is really smart. Like this, yeah. this is a, yeah. this is a genius at work here. And then I started to read more about the series. And then I started to, and then I realized that, you know, he was directing part of it. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, you know, getting more involved with his, with his work and like, having a look um, more into it, I was just like, wow, this guy is, is next level. And it's, yeah. he's just like, what a like career, um, a, you know, career actor or like someone who's been around cinema. Like this is, this would be so satisfying for him. Cause it was mm. just, um, yeah, felt like a, a real masterpiece for him. So that was my um, main, main thought. But I think um, other than that, yeah, the, the just involvement that I felt with the characters the whole time. Yeah. Um, I mean, Ruth stands out as as the number one for me. Um, she just, yeah, she was just an awesome character and 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 so unique. Um, yeah, that that, that are my takes. Nice. Yeah, I think um, I think I completely agree. I think it's such a it's such an amazing show. There's such unique characters, as you sort of alluded to. Like Marty Bird is just this like incredibly complex guy. The Bird family, yeah. for that matter. Ruth, as you mentioned. Um, mm-hmm. and I think that's what makes the show great. So I think that's what makes the show so great. They're such like rich characters. They're not just like, you know, kind of these like very shallow characters who just yeah. plot along. Yeah, there's like, a lot of layers. Yeah. A lot of layers. Yeah. You really come to understand each and every one of them. And I think that especially from Bateman and Julia Garner, like they kill it as always. And they were like rightly awarded their Emmy awards for it. So I thought, Mm-hmm. They absolutely killed it. Um, and yeah. I think this season in particular, Marty and Ruth just like led the season, I thought. I thought so too. I thought like like this season, even though I watched it over probably <laughs> like no word of a lie, the past 12 hours, I have not slept. <laughs> yeah, wait, wait. So just on that note, let tell the listeners about your journey with Ozark. Like you yeah, watched it so, very recently, right? Yeah, so very recently. So I was up to season three this time last week. <laughs> Um, and then I said to, I said to Mike, yeah, definitely. I'll be happy to come on to Ozark. I'll be up to date by then. Had a bit of a busy week and I suppose resented uh, watching, catching up a little bit. <laughs> and so I started five o'clock on the train home from work yesterday at one and a half speed on Netflix. <laughs> so, so I watched a season in a night and yeah. I've slept from, I think like five for, yeah, five thirty to eight thirty. So yeah, to say I'm up, to say I'm fresh on the case is uh, yeah, def- an understatement. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely an understatement. You look, you look cute at least. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I appreciate it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, Sorry, but as you were saying, yeah. So like, as I'm like, you know, kind of alluded to before, I thought the characters in season four, we we really saw that element of like just really grasping for freedom. I thought mm. so. It was like you know really encouraging to see. I think off the back of season three, that you know we'll finally kind of approaching the light at the end of the tunnel for a lot of the characters. Yeah, and then it was like just taken away like in the like a thief in the night it was just like <laughs> what the hell is going yeah. on so it's like all, all pretty crazy but i think it was a great yeah, season. I, I think on that note like what's so great about ozark is that it's so unpredictable yeah like yeah. i was watching the kind of farewell to ozark behind the scenes um episode that they did after the season finished because it's the end of the show um and yeah they, they were talking about how unpredictable it was and how each of the actors was like 
finding out that their character yeah, was going to die. Gonna and die. They, were like, yeah. they were like devastated and shocked. They would, they would rock up to the set that day and they'd be like, oh, am I going to die today? <laughs> they're like, oh, I'm going to have to say goodbye to all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah sorry, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like so funny in that sense. And I think like on that note, like they were talking about how close everyone got on the set and like everyone was mm. saying goodbye and like you're so invested in it. Yeah, um, especially because like a lot of the, I mean, there are a lot of child actors. Of yeah, the, the bird family. Yeah, um, they they like grew up on the set. They said yeah, so mm. that's yeah, pretty. pretty I thought as well, way. just like it was kind of like a little bit off piece, but I thought like the Ozarks location wise was such a good choice. It was mm, like something. It was like eerily enough the perfect place to like induce that sense of like manic craziness to like yeah. all the characters. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. you know, whether it be Ben, Wendy, everyone just went full tilt off scale, like mm. crazy kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but it was like such a, such a great location as well. I thought. Yeah. It was yeah. like perfectly. Like, I couldn't think of anywhere else. Yeah. Perfectly like distanced away from like normal yeah. society, but also sort of intertwined within like the American. Like, yeah. Culture. yeah. They all want to go they back to Chicago at the ends as well. Yeah. 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 That's like the, that's the, so yeah. it's, it's been labeled as this. Yeah, bad spot now. Well, yeah. they've like infected it almost. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I it's pretty like interesting. COVID. Yeah, my yeah, boss at work, just as a um, quick side, he said he um, his family like holidayed at the Ozarks like when oh, he was really? growing up. He's from Oklahoma. And he said, yeah. like, the um, the Langmores couldn't be more, like, to a T of the people that, like, wow. live there more. Like, yeah, like, he just said, you just think of, like, some, yeah, sort of hillbilly um the country area and they just they just run the place and they're they're like yeah they're the staff at the local you know lazy Diners, yeah, yeah all yeah. that stuff and he's like yeah that's that's exactly what it's like so. interesting <laughs> yeah i think as well just quickly last sort of bit that i thought was great about the show is that the fact that you know jason bateman directed i think most of the first season if not the whole thing a few episodes here and there as well wendy actually direct her uh the actor who plays Laura. Wendy actually directed yeah. some Laura episodes Lynn. in season four as well. Yeah. Um, and Robin Wright, who is Jenny in Forrest Gump, she also directed some episodes in the final season. So I think it's great oh, that you wow. have these like actors who actually are directing it because yeah. they understand the story, they understand the characters because they're literally in the show. Mm. And I think that just adds like another element. Can I say it's so well-rounded that like the audience is so widespread. Like I think your mom watches it. I actually yeah. started Ozark yeah. because my parents were watching it. Yeah. Exact same. Um, so, yeah. yeah, I think that probably uh, complements the audience that they've got for the show. I definitely yeah. think like, so, yeah. And then I think that's because, like, it's just a normal family. Well, they're not normal by the end. but <laughs> Sort it's of a relatable fa- at the start. Yeah, at the sense. start, yeah. absolutely. Like, you got parents, you got kids, you got everyone navigating. That reminds me a bit of Jonah, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get the, into that later. I got the body of Ben, though, so... <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, so let's get a bit more deep in. So what were your sort of like favourite scenes or quotes or characters for season um, four? Just uh, coming off the back of that binge, I've got one vivid, vividly repaying in the back of my mind, if that's all right, um, to kind of reference just off the back. Um, so I believe it was season four, ep eight. Um, so Ruth has obviously gone to Chicago to follow the birds, mm. um, to go after kind of Javier after, um, you know, her cousin being killed and is this the first episode of part two? Part two. Yeah. yeah. Correct. Yeah. I think it's so, episode seven. Yeah. yeah. Um so they're in the diner and actually get a feature from a rapper called Killer Mike. So, you know, it's a bit of a focal piece throughout the show, Ruth's love for East Coast rap. Um so they're in the diner and uh they're kind of talking and 
killer mic hears over her earphones, like a song from Nas. And I thought it was worth mentioning kind of like the lyrics there um, and like the the conversation they have, it was very reflective of Ruth's character. Like, so he said, um, you know, full of villains and creeps. That's where I learned to do my hustle, had to scuffle with freaks. And then Ruth mentions, <laughs> Ruth mentions, it always feels to me like he hates it and misses it all at once. So it's like obviously talking about the Ruth's arc of, you know, being used to this like cartel life now. Yeah. But then also saying that she misses her old life with, you know, mm. yeah, the simple life. Yeah, exactly. On the roof. Just, with life. Yeah, on the yeah. roof. Yeah. yeah. Under the stars. Yeah. But she knows that like this is a life she's into now. But I, like that was one of my favorite moments for sure. Yeah. I think that definitely like adds some color to, to that scene because yeah. I, I hadn't obviously, I hadn't. Uh, I didn't know about the the music behind yeah, it. Yeah, I, I was, it was kind of just a bit of a weird. Yeah, kind of I knew thing. that Ruth yeah. liked that sort of music, but I didn't really get the meaning behind it. But I didn't realize he's an actual like rapper. That he's yeah, like I thought a, it was a very fake famous, yeah. very famous <laughs> East Coast rapper. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. yeah so I think that opening that opening scene of part two, like mm. we we're all left hanging at the end of part yeah. one, season four, part one, yeah. and like to get to go straight into Ruth in her pickup truck, yeah. like going after Harvey, like the emotion shown in that was absolutely epic because it was that feeling of redemption. Like, well, the, the way that like it had been painted is like, so Ruth's, um, her journey is to get her and Wyatt out of the situation they're in, yeah. right? Marty's yeah. journey is to get him and his family out. And so yeah. at that point you're like, Marty's, you know, his dream is still alive and mm. hers has just been shattered. Absolutely. Like, genuinely shattered. taken out from in front of her eyes and she had to watch it. Mm. So it's yeah. just like, that is like the most raw emotion that you could possibly be feeling. Yeah. And so you get thrown into that at the start of part two, season four, and you're just like, yeah, you just feel for Ruth in, in that moment. They so. encapsulate that through like the psychotic side of sort of episode that she has as well when she's yeah. driving around. Yeah. She's yeah. sitting in the yeah. car. But yeah, she's she has the hallucinations of killing. She's imagining that yeah. she's killing everyone. Yes. Um, but then it just yeah. flashes back to her sitting in the car like a weirdo. So. Yeah, yeah, with her hood on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She yeah. looks like a little kid. Oh, well, yeah, like her life has just been turned upside down and I love that they started that with, with this first episode, first part of part two. Yeah. And I think like just to touch on the ending of part one because I – I sort of stopped Ozark after season two and then my parents loved season three. So I was like, okay, I'll get back into it. Um, and I binged it all the way to the end of season four, part one. And the cliffhanger, like, Javier kills Darlene and Wyatt. Yeah. And you're like, holy fuck. Like, yeah. that is insane. Bit of a, bit of a mm. theme with the end of their uh, parts and seasons, isn't there? Yeah. 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 I also found it, like, just to, just to touch on that, like, I found it amazing how how Darlene went from in the earlier seasons, like her and um, her husband, Sam, who I can't remember, like they had so much power, Jacob. Mm. Jacob, to the end where she dies and you're literally like, oh, like she's powerless. Like that's not going to, whereas like earlier, if Darlene had died, you would have been like, holy shit. Like yeah. just showed like, how all like- hell's about to break loose. But like she dies at the end and you're just like, Oh well, her power's been completely gone. So showed yeah, the tie that why like, it's more important at this point. Yeah, like the hold that like she had over the sheriff. As yeah. soon as he was out of the picture, Lost she control. was just like mm. in the dust. Where did her crew go? They just disappeared. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, loyal, yeah, no exactly. loyalty with rednecks. No, no, no. <laughs> we'll they, just, they just wanted the poppies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They so were got the itching for some puppies. <laughs> um, yeah, we could get into that a bit more, but I think just to touch on the actual cliffhanger itself, like the way mm. they shot it, like so, Ruth comes to the house to give Wyatt like a wedding present. Yeah, yeah, and. 
there's no sound, like it's silent, and then mm. you see her discover the dead bodies of her cousin mm. and his and lover, which we'll talk about, baby crying, and you're just like, holy shit, and you see how, like, you know, Ruth has lost everything. Like, she's lost her entire family. Mm. The birds don't she's give a loaded, shit about it her. Matter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, she doesn't care. And we get at the very end, like, this close-up of Ruth in the truck. And you, I was just, like, sort of realizing, like, how far she's come. Like, mm, her character yeah. arc is yeah. insane. And then she goes to the birdhouse. And, like, they don't give a shit about her. Wendy's, like, saying, like, so, something, oh, like, awful to her. So and then bad. she just goes apeshit. And she's like, you're going to have to kill me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so she, good. Her <laughs> veins popping out of her yeah. neck. Yeah. Bro. Julia oh, Garner is just like, uh, her, that was one of my favorite quotes. Yeah, that was her, so her and a shotgun that would blur her away if she ever pulled the trigger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. She's so little, man. You got to stop it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, like, the way that um, she coached um, the, the owner of the Blue Cat, Mm, what, yeah. whatever her name is. Yeah. The way that she coached her to remember she shot the um she shot Nelson from the roof. Oh yeah. The way yeah, that yeah. the way oh, that roof yeah. was Rachel. like this is what you gotta do. Da, da, da. Like yeah, yeah. the way that like in season one, she wouldn't have been capable of that. No. But no. It was like by the end, she was so into that like scene that yeah. she knew how to handle these freaking cartel hitmen. Hitman. Like she knew exactly. She what almost to do. took the power off uh Darlene. Yeah. Yeah, she did. Well, oh, yeah. yeah, like it goes to show Rachel was that character. She gets Rachel, like yeah. dragged into all this stuff. And <laughs> yeah. like she just disappears and then comes back as well. <laughs> she well, went no, on, she, she, went, no, she went to get oh, sober. She, the F- uh, she yeah, because she started getting back into the yeah, uh, puppies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I think just on Ruth again, because Ruth's obviously a huge part of the season. I thought it was nice in part two. We get these like memories with Wyatt on the top of their yeah. like yeah. Mm. Oh, home man, and stuff. And you're just seeing like how... Yeah, like Ruth's just lost everything. I thought as well, really interesting because she doesn't give a fuck about anything anymore. Mm. I thought another good uh, good quote from Ruth, she says to Marty, like she's just ruthless at this point. Like she doesn't care. She's She's got nothing to lose. And she says to Marty like how emotionless he is and he doesn't know who he is anymore. And I was like, that is like so true. Like yeah. Marty's just... He never like he's numb. He's just yeah, numb to everything. He never says anything. He never like backs himself. Mm. Like, and it's, it was like he's scared of Wendy. Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. yeah. I don't even know. Like, he's so complex. But I thought it was like Ruth <laughs> is like saying this stuff, and it's like the first time that Marty actually hears it, and you see him like change a bit. Mm. And then she kills um, Javier. Javier. Yeah. What do you guys think of that? Yeah, that was my actually yeah. best scene. Um, so she. She's stalking him in the car and mm. Um, mm. Marty obviously sees her, but on that point, like, Marty doesn't say anything. Yeah. No. He just sees her and goes, like, what the fuck sort of thing. Yeah. Um, anyway, so then Ruth is driving around, sees them in the restaurant with the medical business owner. Yeah, sure. Mm. Um, sure, medical, yeah. Um, and then she just decides to go in and pretty much forces them back to the office and mm. makes uh, – Wendy ends up calling Javier and essentially yeah. fucks the whole business. So yeah, that was interesting. And then Wendy proceeds to blame it on Marty. Yes, went, turns around and blame it on Marty. She's so arrogant in that way. She won't do it. And, and then, Marty's just yeah. like, you called well, I didn't Javier. think she was going to do it. <laughs> what do you mean you didn't think yeah. she was going to do it? You made the call, man. Yeah, that like, like, that scene happened up. really quick as well. Like she didn't even speak to Javier. As soon as he walked in, she just – in terms of in terms of like <laughs> I always think about like okay what's what's life like for the birds now mm. like after the season's yes, finished and I reckon changes. like I reckon Marty has like he's conscious 
conscious should be pretty clear. But like mm. Wendy's man, that's she's muddy as like so she muddy. Should not be holding her head high. Oh, hundred percent. As they leave, yeah, um, yeah, she's got a lot to repent for. Yeah, we can I definitely think, talk about Wendy. I think like both of their psychologies are so interesting from even season one. Like Marty is obviously like a savant of some kind, mm. like just so desensitized by yeah. his own bullshit. Like, and like obviously just finds clarity and, and I think that's also how that desensitize, desensitization goes on as well throughout the show. It's like Wendy fucking talks about like her like charity and stuff and that's how they yeah. find solace in all their like, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. But it's just a money laundering scam. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Right. But like, you know, Wendy thinks she's legitimized herself in that sense. Yeah, exactly. She, so she's almost like power. she's almost like justifying, and then she takes it a step further to actually. She actually starts to enjoy it. Like she mm. loves like going up and like intimidating people, and like she loves the wheel and the deal. Yeah. Like yeah, which I yeah, just I grew like this distaste for the way that she went about mm. things in season four. Just like you're just using your power. Like you know that you're you've got this kind of unstoppable um you know you know you've got this invincibility around you. Yeah. Um, sort of personality sort of had it. to be in the bird family. 100%. Because yeah. because Marty's obviously not there like yeah. mentally, I guess. Yeah. So there almost had to be yeah, that personality. Numb, he just wants to play yes. arcade games. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I also thought as well, like you mentioned it before, I think, or maybe we were talking about it before you came on the pod, but that kind of American sense of diplomacy, mm. like mm. all those backdoor dealings, yeah. like Senate influencing through like- Yeah, you it know, makes you think like how realistic yeah, is that? Yeah, and like, I thought how much like, you know, Wendy's really? character and the way they've written her complexity of like, you know, obviously dealing with those types of people is so relevant. Mm. So and she I makes really good that. first impressions as well. Yeah. So you can imagine someone of her power, mm. like she makes, yeah, you know, she- she yeah makes really good impressions. People think that she's a really good person. Yeah, face puts value. on a smile. Like, but yeah. there's so much dirt underneath her. Like mm. imagine like I don't know like how realistic it is, but like yeah, for sure. I'm sure there's lots of people. All there. the Illuminati and the lizard people. <laughs> 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 I'm not a <laughs> yeah not a conspiracy theorist. So. <laughs> nah, it's really interesting in that sense. I think like just on let's let's get into Wendy. Yeah, I think like for me. Like her character has come so far. Like she's like, because if you think, I think in season three, she just like kind of sees that Marty and Navarro like are starting to have this relationship. And mm. she just like sees that opportunity and like jumps on it. She starts like almost like flirting with yeah. Navarro as well. Yeah, I remember that. Um, yeah, so that was I, was, I was like so frustrated with her like in this season. Like I was just like, can you just like fuck off? Like <laughs> you're being all annoying. And like there was a quote that she says to Marty. She's like, I know I'm not easy to love. And it's like, yeah, no shit. Like you've <laughs> done all this stuff. Yeah, as if you're only just admitting yeah. that now. You got him and tortured. Then, and then the dad comes into the picture, like wants to take the kids away because their lives have just been insanely like yeah. ruined. Um, and she's like begging the dad not to take the kids. Like she smashes her head in the car window to like pretend that oh, she's- Oh, yeah, and then yeah. Psych- checks herself into the cycle. Psych- yeah. yeah, and like oh. then, then like- she, she does that only to prove to Jonah or like to prove to her kids. Yeah, that to the kids. That, um, yeah. She's like, yeah, not she's playing, playing, she's playing her she's own playing kids. Again. Yeah. Like, because bro, that's where come Ben on. was as well. Like, that cycle. Before, yeah. before that, like the, the inner sanctuary of the bird family was very much like honesty and like they were really upfront with each yeah. other. And yeah. now she's gone, she's getting to the point where she's literally deceiving her own family. Like, yeah, that's a bit dark. And as well, like if you think back to season three or part one of season four, like she, ordered 
mm, the hitman to kill yeah. Ben. Yeah. yeah. Which is insane. I thought, I thought, I thought that was that, really sad. It had I to be thought dark. that I whole thought. like roller coaster and yeah. Ben as well in particular, I think that was one of the great mm. kind of shows of acting in the show actually. Mm. Yeah, it added such um, a cool layer. Yeah, like yeah. Ben's, you know, obviously that element of Ruth and Ben too was, you know, a nice touch, humanized Ruth a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> but then also, um, yeah, First just that whole interest. like ordering the hit and leaving the diner. I was, yeah. I was actually tearing up. I was actually tearing up. Like that was so powerful. Obviously, like you know, that she's running a business, but also their family. End of the day, as well. So yeah, and you see how much it affects her. And she's like, was in a bad way, like mentally. Though he was. Oh, so it was. Either, he would have one hundred percent sneezed on her on that. Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. if you think she about did. it, to the to Aaron, to the like, yeah, to, to the, the lawyer, lawyer. Yeah, yeah, to the lawyer's daughter, Ellen. lawyer's yeah. daughter. Yeah. Um, After that, I was like, no, nah, there's no way this guy's surviving. Yeah, yeah exactly. it's like either they all die yeah. or Ben dies. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But still like insane that – so she's killed her brother. She also threatens to kill her own dad. Like mm. she's just off the rails at this point. But yeah. Do you think that – so we get to meet her dad quite a bit in this season. Mm. Yeah. Um, and it's pretty clear where maybe a lot of her issues have come from. Yeah, the from. apple doesn't fall far from the tree. So – do you think that um, it's not necessarily her fault? Do you feel a bit of sympathy for her? Well, I don't know because she says that he like was an alcoholic and he like mm, beat her up yeah, and stuff. That, yeah. that ticked me out of the line. I was like, oh, but okay. I don't, I don't know Maybe what to she's... believe because she's such a liar. Yeah, true. We, yeah. true. We see that. Exactly. We see that from the dad when Ruth goes and talks to him about yeah. um, letting Jonah stay. Oh, when Ruth deceives him. Yeah, yeah. Remember? An and then she, because she, Ruth didn't believe Wendy either. Ruth goes to the um, motel mm. and starts asking the... And um, then she uncovers for herself yeah. that this guy's not so a decent I actually, person. Oh. I actually, oh, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. we as the viewer go, we're with Ruth. The whole, when We know Ruth is going to, you know, she, yeah. she's true to herself. So we kind of find out then and there that I think, um, yeah, Wendy's dad is a bit of a crook. Mm. Um, because if Ruth thinks someone's a crook, they're a crook. It's the type thing. Yeah. Like, by the end, you're yeah. just like, yeah. Game, rec- game recognizes game. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So... Um, yeah, I definitely think that his um, involvement in the last season like allowed us to get a better idea of why Wendy is mm, the way she yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and maybe, yeah, I, I think I did feel a little bit of sympathy because especially when you start thinking of like, you know, abuse like as a child, that literally is Gazi, just yeah. the number one thing that um, that creates, um, you know, issues for people down the line. Absolutely. And, 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 and puts them into um, situations of crime. And it actually just met like, because you're so, your brain is so plastic when mm. you're a kid. And if you get beat up, like you're changed forever. Dr. Yeah. Clark. <laughs> <laughs> We've got an in-house Sorry. doctor and cinemates. Um, <laughs> yeah, surprised. no, completely agree. I think like it was interesting to see Marty's childhood as well. Like he... He, he has to have something slightly off with him, but like loves playing games and stuff. And then fast forward to having to go down to Mexico, like while Navarro's oh, in yeah. hospital. Yeah. Um, and he oh, has to like, the people he, has get to he has to yeah. make people get waterboarded, mm-hmm. like get all these people bashed and stuff. And Jason Bateman is like, so he acts so oh, well in this yeah, sort of scene. Such a good- yeah. He's like on the phone to Wendy and he's just like out of it. He's like, fuck off. Like, yeah. They're slowly starting to disagree on things. And then I think he comes back and they're like driving somewhere and she like and starts to annoy him mm. and they're in traffic. Oh, yeah. And he oh, just goes yeah. ape yeah. shit to this guy. And he That's like so, the guy's like scene. Uh, honking the horn and then yeah. he just like gets yeah. out of the car and genuinely starts like bashing him. And I think yeah. it was like the first time he's hit anyone in the show. Yeah, yeah, I definitely think it was the first, the first time. time he's exerted. And violence. you see yeah. Wendy, you yeah. see Wendy go like, "Oh, there's my man." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah, 
So it goes to show, yeah, the the type of Marty that Wendy uh, has always wanted him to be. Yeah, I thought that was a really interesting part. Um, I think as well, I think at the start of season four, the show opens with their car getting crashed. Yeah, I think, I think it was I, the end of the season before, wasn't it? I don't know. Yeah. It shows a couple they did it times. twice. They did it twice. Yeah. Oh, okay. I think it, they did it as a recap. I think opens. they recapped it. Yeah, because yeah. But you think they're dead. You think they're they're driving out of the Ozarks and they've died. And they're, that's you know you know. But you know they're going to get to yeah. the end. You know. Yeah. They're I thought somehow. at least one of the family members was going to get cold. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah. I completely forgot about the car crash. The wow. car the car crashes and you're like, holy shit! Mm. Everyone starts to slowly get out and it's filmed as like one yeah. continuous shot. And Wendy doesn't get out, and you're like, "Oh yeah. shit, yes. is Wendy dead? <laughs> is Wendy dead?" But then she's alive, and like that would have been like the ultimate. Yeah, fun. it would have been great. But I think like they acted, they all act so well in it. Um, Bateman is like genuinely like you see all this fear like of yeah. his wife and his family dying. Yeah, and the way that they go, the way that they film it is that like she originally doesn't get out, and mm. so. For like, I don't know, I want to say like 10 seconds yeah. as the audience, you're thinking she's dead. And then you start to try and process, okay, how the family, like yeah. I reckon, you know, Jonah is going to be like, there's going to be a sense of relief of, there, right? Mm, relief, so yeah. You start going, oh, like, and then when she starts to crawl out, you go, it sort of resets it. But yeah. then, but the way that the scene was shot is that you got a glimpse of, okay, Wendy's dead. What's now, the reaction? Yeah, what's how does everyone feel in that very moment? Because they, they look side to side and they don't see her and they think she's dead. Because yeah. didn't the um, which the, is amazing. They so talk well the, pre, the priest, the priest comes, yeah. and then yeah. he goes, "Maybe this is a sign." And no, then she he goes, goes um, "No, this is why we're invincible." I thought it was funny <laughs> yeah. when like Omar <laughs> yeah, she's like Omar's personal God. priest, yeah. uh, like, <laughs> yeah. literally goes like. Yeah, it's not healthy for you to be around this much death. It's like, what are you saying, bro? It's yeah. you. And then like, yeah. um, and then like, uh, she goes, oh, no, this is an omission that we're going to make it through. Mm. And that's like, right, yeah. Mm. Like, and yeah, they've been open that they're non-religious, Marty and Wendy, yeah. from the start. Yeah. yeah. The priest is so funny. He just like rocks up and then just goes, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then walks away. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, such a good ending. And then, of course... I think we should touch on the private investigator at the very end. Yeah. You wow. think it, you think they're out. Navarro's been killed. Um, they go to the ball at the um, yeah the function. Ruth the, gets shot. The casino. Yeah. Ruth gets killed. Fun. They get home and you're like, okay, you know, all this devastating stuff has happened, but I think they're in the clear. I think they're in the clear. Yeah. And they're just sitting down at the dining table and it starts to zoom out and the, mm. you see that the like back door's broken. There's all this glass everywhere. You're like. Man, yeah. who could possibly be here now? Like, what the there's fuck? There's no is... loose ends. Yeah, there aren't none. any left. Because no. you forget on, that he went back to his police yes. job. They got because him. they paid him. They yeah. And yeah, then he's there, and you're like, "Fucking hell, man!" What do you guys think of that scene? Especially Pat. We just watched it yeah, before I mean, recording yeah. this. You've got the most yeah. raw reaction to it because what do you think? You go for it. I, I really don't know how to feel. <laughs> just in general, like, I, yeah, I don't know. It was it was interesting, right? I thought, yeah, no loose ends. So I was like, so curious as to what's actually going to go down here. I thought he was a bit of a thorn in the side, like the whole time. It was good mm. to see some fresh eyes, though, with like a, a good motive come in. Like, yeah, he yeah. genuinely he wanted was, to do the right thing. He wanted to just blow it all up from the inside out. And obviously he's had Ben there. He's found in the goat yeah. cookie jar, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was a bit crook. But um, 
yeah, we obviously pan see uh, Jonah with his shotgun um, taking us back to like those old school hunting techniques that oh, Buddy, yeah, with Buddy, yeah. That Buddy yeah. taught him as like well. That. So right. yeah. he closed his eyes and I instantly just sort of Buddy. But it's going to be like obviously big bang of the gun and uh, blank screen. So yeah, I don't know who he's pulled the trigger on. Could be Wendy. Um, yeah. <laughs> could be Wendy. Wow. Well, like Jonah could have just been over and just ended yeah. it all yeah, on I himself. I, I hate Jonah. <laughs> We'll, dark, we'll, we'll touch yeah. on Jonah, but like, I think, like, <laughs> yeah, I think, like, because Jonah's, uh, he left home, he hated what Wendy was doing, mm, yeah. still was like with Charlotte and Marty, but like, I thought he kind of like put that all past him. Yeah. So if he yeah. kills the PI, mm. I, I don't know, like, I think it just reverts his arc. Yeah, I think, I mean, but I, I mean, think the assumption is that he's killed the PI. He's also realized because the grandfather, he came, when the grandfather came, he was sort of like, uh, re- reiterated why he hated Wendy, mm. but then once once he realized what his grandfather had yes. done, and like yes, and Ruth allowed him to realize that. So yeah, maybe yeah, that's true. maybe that's a turning point for Jonah, and he's back going. He goes, like, oh, I'm being I'm being an yeah. idiot. I sh- I need to stick with my family. Like how yeah. good, think, how good is it when like he pulls he a gun that. and Marty just smiles at him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, yeah. yeah. That's my son. My boy. I didn't him well. I didn't pick that up. Taught him how to code. Now I'm taught him how to. <laughs> killed I didn't pick people. that up before because like but also sorry to butt in very rude <laughs> no you're but okay I, so I just thought, <laughs> I just I just thought of something you know when um, Garcia and Buddy like Buddy um, kills Garcia in season one yeah because um, Wendy smiles at him as well to say yeah go ahead Oh, okay. Remember, and then it clicks and there's no ammo because Buddy's taking the ammo out of the gun. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, she smiles and she goes, yep, do yeah, it. Yeah, right. <laughs> wow. Yeah, so full circle. Some stuff brought back. Um, yeah, just to go back, I think like first time I watched the ending, mm. I didn't really pick up Marty smiling because I was obviously just lost. There was so was much happening. happening but re-watching yeah, yeah. it just now, I was like, oh, interesting. Like he's like, that's my son. And equally back, Jonah like is Marty's son. Like he's... Oh yeah, he's like yeah. the same They're sort of person. Same yeah. person. And Charlotte's kind of her own. But I wouldn't yeah. say she's Wendy, but I, li- I like where Charlotte went. She yeah. like she grew up a bit. Yeah. She was yeah. like, you know, I'm gonna do the right yeah. thing. I think in that scene, sorry, is she it held safe to ass- Is it safe to assume it's the private investigator that he shoots? Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah. I think we have to. Otherwise, yeah. we 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 won't. Get could be a twist at the start of. We can't get to an answer. Maybe Jonah has his own show, and then Jonah and yeah. I think the other thing that was super fitting about the last scene um, was just the way that they were all formally dressed. Mm. Like you got to see yeah. Ruth, like she was, she'd never been dressed nice the whole time. Yeah, and so you see everyone sort of. It's this. Um, you know, you think of like you know school. Of you know, going to school with people. It's the coming of age, right? Mm. You go and then you finish with like your school formal, and everyone's like looking nice. Yeah. I thought that was a really cool way to end it because it was just like everyone's in their sort of um, the, the form that they're in is all they're all on equal playing fields. They're all mm. at a, like a nice event. They're all dressed up. Um, and so I thought that was like an awesome way to end it. Um, yeah. And also, it made for really dramatic shots. At the point where Marty and Wendy knew that um, Ruth was gonna be um, be shot, they this the shots that like panned around the yeah. um, event and like watching everyone's reactions. They're and, all hugging, and, and then the yeah, right after they cut back from Ruth being shot, and they go back to Marty and Wendy presenting, and all the sounds are dulled. Yeah, like, man, that was shot so they do well. That sort of stuff so well, like yeah. it just shows you what all the characters are feeling. Because that's exactly what, like, they wouldn't have, 
like if you if you put yourself in like Marty's shoes, for example, like he wouldn't have heard, like he wouldn't have known what he was saying up on that stage. No, right? when he, he would have just been whatever. Lost. He yeah. would have just been so like, yeah, emotionally um, kind of not there. Mm. Um, so I thought that was a really interesting way that they shot that. Like the characters have their own characters, sort of thing. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Especially with Marty, like he mm. he has to put on so much when he's exactly he's a different person when he's yeah. For sure. Yes, true. Yeah, so yeah, you got Marty Bird, the laundry, you got a, yeah, the the accountant, the Wendy, like, the like politician, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the bitch, yeah. And then, and then, <laughs> no, that's just both, and yeah. then both of them as parents, and they both kind of suck parenting. In yeah, Wendy yeah. tries ways. to make tries to be a good parents to be fair to her. Like she she really does mm. try. Um, I think she, she just loses like the idea. She of, digs her own hole. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> About when like their parenting and like co-parenting style and like <laughs> and. Uh, Jonah has gone to decide to work for um, (laughs) Darlene. Darlene. Yeah, that's right. And um, Wendy goes, money laundering at 14. And then like Marty just smiles. He's like so proud of him. It's normalized. (laughs) It's like so many times he like goes like he just like literally says, what the fuck, Wendy? (laughs) Yeah. What are you doing? (laughs) Uh, Well, let's get into the bad parts since we're starting to allude to a few. I'm going to start off. um, One thing that I was just like, I couldn't believe actually happened was um, Wyatt and Darlene no. getting with each other and no. having a relationship. I didn't, want, I didn't want to talk about hang this. Hang on, hang on. Just before we dive into it, I was watching the farewell to Ozark thing and they were talking yes, about it yes. and the actors, like when the writers, like they, they made it as a joke, like, oh, what if Darlene and, and Wyatt like get together? And they're like, they, they said that all the actors and especially the actor for Wyatt were just laughing at it because they were like, nah, that can't happen. And then they were like, oh, actually, like, let's do it. And then yeah. you and see it, it happen and you're like, what the fuck? They actually <laughs> physically get with each other too. Like a 60-year-old woman and like a, what, 18-year-old yeah. kid. Yeah. He actually though. I don't got know. It. Yeah, like, don't you got know. it there? Imagine like Charlie Tarhan is his name. He's, he's our age, 23. Uh, Imagine oh, talking man. to his mates about like, hey, what are you doing for work at the moment? Oh, yeah, I'm on this show called Ozark. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm actually getting with a 60-year-old lady. <laughs> Lisa Emery plays yeah. Darlene. Yeah. yeah. Really, yeah, really yeah, weird. Not bad. Yeah, uh, that just so that made was just me. A, it was absolutely yeah. uncomfortable with their stolen, very uncomfortable. uncomfortable. With, stolen with the stolen baby. <laughs> yeah, that's the the priest baby. No, they're like yeah, the pastor. The he pastor. gets so hard done oh, by he's as well. Dark. Man. Yeah, that's he's dark. dark. Yeah. Pastor, the Poor guy who work. ends up working at the motel. No no no, 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 no. The um, the guy who used to sell. No, you're thinking of the real the, the real estate yeah, guy. He's a weirdo. I love. I re. I went back and yeah, because a lot of this I'm putting into context, having rewatched a few episodes of season one here and there. And mm. the first time you meet him, the real re- realtor. What's his name? Don't know. He's just like a battler. Anyway, the yeah. first time you meet him, he's like in his office and when he goes in to buy, because they get to the Ozarks and they need to buy a property and mm. they're like, um, Marty instructs her to get like a modest property, but like nothing too flashy. So he goes into this real estate place and the guy's batting off with his cat there with um with peanut butter. Oh, what? That, yeah, I don't that's remember that yeah, I know, me neither. I hadn't oh, remembered yeah. it. I, remember I went back that. and I was like, yeah. that is a great way to yeah. introduce this character. That's like perfect. <laughs> Sam. That's Sam. Sam. That's, that's him. him. Yeah. Man, oh he's a great God. character. I love Sam. Um, What about Javier? Oh, I liked him, man. Blood boiled on him, man. man. He's such a frustrating character. Like he just sucks. <laughs> he like, was he like sucks, a he was yeah. a bull in a china shop. I thought he just like yeah, he was just there was something always going to happen. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure you knew. And like when that the the one scene where Marty comes into the uh, casino, it's just like a, another day, mm. and then he's sitting in the bar 
um, waiting for him. I'm just like, oh, this guy's going to be in now, trouble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, as soon as you see him at that function they have in Mexico, um, mm. the family event, whatever it is where they first meet him, um, yeah, you just build a hatred for him and you just you just want his like – you just want his um, – because you know at the end of the day a lot of these cartel bosses, like obviously this, he was an exception, Harvey, because mm. he got killed by Ruth, but you think they're untouchable. Mm. So you just want their – sort of effect on um, the innocent people to be as little as possible. Yeah. So when he entered the show, I was just like, man, please don't, like, kill anyone. Yeah, like he's just, Navarro, like, so unsettling. So Navarro unsettling. wanted him gone the whole time as well. Yeah, though. exactly. Yeah. Like, Navarro was never a fan of him, so. Yeah. Um, and he goes he to was show like how strong cannon. family, yeah, yeah exactly. how strong family is in. Yeah, I think, um, like, one thing that I, yeah, because you see how kind of, Insane he is. He kills the sheriff at his home. Straight away, actually, in Helen's in home. Helen's house. Yeah, yeah. and he turns but up the music. the music, yeah. and he just kills him. And like, <laughs> yeah. there's CCTV there. Which on that point, like, it's just irresponsible. The sheriff of the Ozarks has been killed. Like, yeah, or that just gets yeah. swept <laughs> under the rug. Like, but yeah. also, the a great scene after that is when um so. When he tries uh, to become friends with the new sheriff, is that what no? You mean? When Jonah has been talking to Ruth and he's over at their at the with Langmore's the place, and then he comes back oh, and he's yeah. on the fence whether he wants to join um, working for Darlene or not. Mm. And then he comes back on his bike and it's dark, and then he peers down and the, like you can see just under lights, Wendy and Marty helping Harvey um, load the sheriff into the back of their yeah. car. Yeah, and then yeah. that's when Jonah goes. Fuck this, this family, fucked, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. So I thought that was like an awesome, like <laughs> the cemetery. way that they <laughs> yeah. added the way that they yeah added those two yeah the crematorium crematorium yeah. yeah the way that they added those two parts of the story together in that one scene was was pretty cool. Yeah, but like I think you they showed like one thing where it was like a billboard and it was like sheriff missing and it's like. That was it. Like, did you not think yeah. that, that was a bit sort of lazy? Yeah, Marty yeah. just looks up and she goes, mm. But it sort of goes <laughs> to show, right? Like that that's America. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, guess, I guess that's like, true. I don't know. I reckon there's parts of the states where that stuff does happen. And then well, there's just I don't know. A bit yeah, of well, same with the FBI agent I in the, the previous seasons, right? He gets bashed by <laughs> Ruth's dad. True, FBI yeah. is a and different then, level. Yeah, it's just like oh yeah, he drowned in a river like while was he was very, fishing. Like, <laughs> to be fair, I was very happy to see that one get swept yes. under the rug. <laughs> I, yeah, like, yeah, I hated him so much. The FBI were imagine, like, oh yeah, good. Imagine like, if he was the guy who was good sitting. On, he was the one sitting outside um, Marty and Wendy's house at the, on the last scene. Oh, that would like, wait, what? Where's this guy from? I thought he drowned. Yeah. <laughs> um, any other bad parts that you guys? I, I actually, this could be a bad take. Um, I know that a lot of people won't like this, but I actually hate Jonah. Oh man, <laughs> I hate, I hate Why? you. Yeah, good. <laughs> I hate myself too. I don't know. He just, he just like is such. He's I know such a that he's shit. grown up in a shit family, etc. But he's just like such a rebellion in like a most innocent way possible. He's been a product of his own surroundings. I know, mm. but he just yeah, you can't, like you can't it just play. annoys me. Like I just feel like he needs like Marty doesn't do anything. Like Marty obviously loves him, mm. but yeah. like if if. I wanted sort of Marty to just fucking give him a whack. <laughs> a whack. Just cross the head. Yeah, just like yeah, wooden spoon, I, yeah, wooden spoon on or the belt, I, mate. I, you I choose. Felt that, I felt that. I got um, a lot of wooden spoons in my childhood. Yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? Luke, come yeah, here. Luke. Um, yeah, I thought Marty's kind of like um, apathy when when he started rebelling was mm. like frustrated me a bit. I was like, yeah, yeah Marty's like bringing that's back what in, it was. Because he was on, he was on a. Um, you know, he could have been brought back. I reckon. Oh, easily. If, if yeah. Marty had just talked, him, but yeah. Marty was so distracted by he's everything so else. Going and he's on. obviously an asset, Jonah. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's an asset to their family. But when he's turned against them, he's the the exact opposite. Yeah. He yeah. obviously is the one that because he sees everything. Maybe it was more more so the way that Marty yeah. treated or Marty reacted to Jonah's rebellion. Um, maybe yeah. that's what pissed me off. Yeah. But well, I don't yeah, know. I kind of agree. Like, I think that he's come a long way, and I started to like him and like see where he's coming from. But in the first two seasons, or maybe just the first season, like he's a bit of an annoying kid. Like, it's so annoying. Mm. He's like. Uh, I would have hated Shout around the dinner table. Like, shout around the mate. dinner table, like, causing a bit of a ruckus, like, shooting things, like, yeah. on his own accord. Obviously, yeah. Buddy was, like, just you know, Definitely just his personality, I think. Like, yeah, we all know. know we all know a kid like that, I reckon. Like, <laughs> just, like, a little bit off with the fairies. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah but think, obviously, he switched on and smart at the same yeah. time. Like, obviously, had um, – he was. it was almost like he was, like, a little bit on the spectrum because he, he was so good at the um, – I think it was, it was deliberate for sure, though. Yeah, but yeah. – I just thought of this now. Like in season three, he has a bit of a relationship with Helen's daughter. I know. I was like, oh, okay, like I kind of back that. She yeah, was he a gets sort close. Too. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if she was, but I'm not about that. Like, <laughs> was she fifteen years old? Yeah. <laughs> Jail time for you. I <laughs> also, the way he like <laughs> tunes those, like with his drone or whatever, like yeah. flying. Oh, in the oh yeah, he wins the pool party. <laughs> <laughs> Heaps normal thing oh, to yeah, do. Really? Yeah. He's starting, really his own, cool he's trick, starting an OnlyFans. <laughs> so that is a wrap for Ozark season four. What a great season. Sad to see it. And as always, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates podcast where a bunch of mates chat about cinema over some drinks. And huge thank you to Pat, Ollie, and Luke for coming on the podcast. It was great chatting with you. Awesome. Cheers. Thanks, thanks for having us. Thanks, man. No worries, boys. Cheers. As always, please let us know what you want to hear about in future episodes. And if you want to send in a mailbag or do an elevated pitch to me, send us a DM on Instagram or TikTok at cinemaze underscore. Otherwise, we'll catch you for the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Cinemates. Make sure to follow us and leave a review on your chosen streaming platforms. Also check out our Instagram, TikTok and YouTube channel for more Cinemates content. In the spirit of reconciliation, we acknowledge Australia's First Nations people as the traditional owners and custodians of the land and pay respect to the Camaragal people of the Eora Nation upon whose country Cinemates is based. We honour the storytelling and culture of Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander communities across Australia. Also, in the spirit of chatting with mates, remember it's always important to check in with those around you. Whether it's friends, family or colleagues, sometimes they may be going through a hard time and chatting with them may reassure them that they aren't alone. If you or anyone you know is ever struggling, call Lifeline on 13 11 14. Hold up, what was that? Boring, no flavour. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.